Welcome to Money Matters with Matt and Rich, episode 2222. We are here today, this actually nice uh, December day, yes. quite honestly. It's almost like 50 degrees, crazy. Uh, we're going to do title, 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 escrow, closing company, whatever you call it. Uh goes by many names, yes. but there's really only one best name yes and that's rob hart that's rob hart for title team, <laughs> oh, title you, guys, team. Nice to you guys are too nice that's the one that we care about yes yes um and he's going to talk to us a little bit about or a lot of bit about you know what title is what title insurance is their role in the process right you know you've got real estate agents we're going to help you get into the properties we're going to help you get an offer together we're going to advise you on the best uh, strategies and tactics in the market we're mm -hmm. knowledgeable on all of that of what's going on currently mm -hmm. Got your lender who's going to get you the best financing possible. Yep, and close you when you need to, and take you through that whole process. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, and then and we've had uh, loan processor Krista here. Yep. We've had uh, now we've got title, and we like well, what? Who is that? I don't even know who that is. What? <laughs> what? Are the, what's their role here? And I think that's what Rob's going to do for us today. Yeah. Anything from you, Matt? Uh, before we jump in? Um, no, just you know, inflation report next week. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah, we'll buy your home this week. Yeah, buy your home this weekend. Just in, just in case. Um, luckily, you know, they said that rates could actually slow down in terms of jumping. They're going to yeah. jump, but they could slow down. Um, so, you know, just be on the lookout for that. I'll probably put something out on Instagram after that because that's yep. a huge inflation report. If that shows that it's coming down, we're going to see pretty drastic rate drops, to be quite honest with you. Um, but if that shows steady or up at all, we're going right back to where we were. So, like, this is a very kind of teetering inflation report. So, just be on the lookout. December thirteenth, yep. I think it is thirteenth or fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, twelve. They're, they're meeting pretty yeah, much a week from week. today. Yeah, yeah, I think it's next Wednesday. Yeah. One there. Yeah, and I've got a listing coming up uh, in Manchester. <laughs> uh, great um, sub four hundred list, four hundred thousand listing. Buy that home this weekend. Yes. Buy that home this be, weekend because the rates safe. If if they're going to go up fifty basis points at least. Right, the, the, the federal mark, rate. The Fed is, yeah. So that's going to adjust every other rate. Right. That then also affects real estate uh, lending rates. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so just be on the lookout. Yeah. For cool. for show. Sure. <laughs> but Rob, how are you? Great. Great to see you guys yeah, again. Nice seeing you too, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in. I'm the, uh, you know, the untalked about person when it comes to yeah, a real serious. estate transaction. No one has any idea what a title company is. I think I think Vina's the untalked about. Uh, oh yeah, great. Great. You're You're awesome. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's what I mean. That's the way I yeah. you know advertise our company is just yeah, the fact that our processing really is you know as top notch as we could hopefully get to. So um, yeah, um, I work over in Londonderry, New Hampshire. We also have an office in Meredith, New Hampshire. And we do re residential real estate closings. So, I mean, I guess to just jump right into it, yeah, I mean, sure. what, what we do is, I guess the most important thing we do to start off is once you, you know, go through financing, once you get your offer accepted, then the order, title order, gets sent on over to my company. With that title order, what we do is we do a title search. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a title basically is just showing ownership of you know, Property it's no different land. than a title on a car. It just shows that you are now the new owner of this house. So with the title search, what we do is to make sure you have what's called a clear title, making sure there's no, you know, liens on the house. You basically want to make sure that you basically, even if it's like, you know, if there's been four sellers, mm -hmm. four owners prior to you buying this thing, we want to make sure that you have 
basically a free and clear title, yeah. brand new home that you are starting into without, you know, dealing with any liens or issues or anything yeah. like that, easements and stuff like that. So that's how it starts. And that, and I think just sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, that's again, the first step. And that's all stuff that is in the purchase and sale that I'm filling out with the buyers is, yep. is this is actually a contingency of your sale. It's not something that we talk about like in home inspections or financing, yep. but it's that title search, making sure that the seller can actually sell. And then I was going to say that we can even lend on it. Cause there's a bunch of issues that pop up that lenders will not touch. Exactly. So you can't I mean, get I financing. One, just last week there was a, no one was living in it, but there was a mobile home on the property. It wasn't, the property that was being advertised mm -hmm. or listed, there was a bigger single family house. Mm -hmm. And in the front yard, I don't know if they had mom, dad, aunt, uncle living there, but it was unoccupied. There was no one in there and the lender wouldn't lend on it. Right. And it was just an unoccupied. And they were like, well, we have to figure this out. And that's something that came up. But it was like, you know, while they're already under contract, then all of a sudden it's like, well, what are we going to do about this? Because right. it's not going to pass through underwriting. Right. So right. it was just more, you know, it's it happens yeah. all the time. All the time. I mean, yeah. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and then the seller has, I think, 30 days per the contract to um, rectify any of those things that do come up. So, again, another contingency that we don't typically think of when we just think of a contingency in a uh, um, just transaction. Yeah, in a transaction. So again, the, the kind of like the unspoken title team, you know, is uh, is also there and, and they're doing that initial process right out the gate. So that's awesome. Yep, yeah, we do it right away. Um, title search pretty much comes back in two, three days, which we're trying to get to 48 hours within the time that we get the contract and the title order sent over. So, but within two days, you'll have two, three days, you'll have your answer has to be like, okay, we can sell this house. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously number one. Um, and then it goes into, obviously taxes need to be paid. Mm -hmm. A lovely real estate agent needs to get paid, most importantly, right, Rich? Right? <laughs> uh, so uh, we got to make sure, you know, we obviously collect all commission statements from realtors. We're going to collect the tax bill from you. If it's in a condo association, we're going to get the, you know, actually association mm -hmm. documents and everything like that. And really, you know, I guess the easiest way for my, to put what we do is like, we're the ones that prorate everything to make sure taxes are paid, you know, buyer sides paid up until mm -hmm. the date that they buy it up until, you know, moving forward. Same thing with the sellers from the time that they owned it, mm -hmm. they're all going to be paying for their prorated, you know, taxes, all that stuff, fuel and stuff like that. And the way easiest way I can put it is we're the piggy bank kind of that handles yeah. everything. We pay everything. We make sure sellers paid the correct amount or make sure we're collecting enough from the buyer or collecting money from um, the actual lender itself mm -hmm. to make sure again, everyone's paid out. So I guess, you know, that's the easiest way I can put as to what we do. And then you sit at the actual closing table and we, you know, you hear a bunch of cheesy jokes. Yeah, I've you... heard a million at one time. <laughs> it's so bad. The fact they could probably tell all my jokes prior to me even coming out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, and then you, you sign a bunch of documents, make sure you understand what you're getting yourself into prior to actually getting the keys from the seller to the yeah. buyer. So, I, and I think another thing that's important that you touched on too, that it, and is in that purchase and sale contract is the prorations, you know, because when we review the contract and we talk about those prorations, those are what's due either from you, the buyer, or or, well, yeah, typically what typically to do from you buyer. for the buyer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have negotiated where the seller, you know, doesn't prorate certain things or, you know, is, able, is willing to care, you know, keep the fuel in the tank. And, um, but typically taxes, water sewer bills are, you know, made sure that those are either stopped. Uh, if it's public uh, water sewer, yeah. that, that bill stops on the day uh, that the seller doesn't own it anymore. Yeah, uh, yep. and that's sort of the proration's part of it. Part of it that title does for us. 
Exactly. Yeah. So we want to make sure, again, everyone's paid. It all comes back to making sure you don't have any liens in the house. So, mm-hmm. you know, we dealt with um, some certain things where the seller might have had a $10,000 tax lien on the house um, that they haven't paid their tax in a couple of years. And it's like, well, before you sell that thing, you got to pay them. So we'll collect them out of the closing costs to basically offset their proceeds. So it's, they don't necessarily are paying it, I guess, fully out of pocket. They just yeah. kind of take the equity out of the house to pay certain things like mm-hmm. that, like liens and stuff like that. But yeah, that's exactly what we do we make sure everything is prorated so there's no confusions mm-hmm. no nothing you're not paying anything out of pocket even things like credit card bills mm-hmm. so sometimes mm-hmm. you know seller wants to get rid of all their debt while selling their house so they'll consolidate it all in the equity of the home take out of their closing costs where we yeah. pay for your credit card your car all that good stuff so yeah, yeah it's definitely uh it's i remember something similar happened like that on there was one earlier in the year where I did a cash out for somebody and you guys found that he didn't pay the water bill for like a year and a half. And then, so obviously they had to, remember that. you have to fucking collect for it. I do remember that. Yeah. Right? Oh, so yeah. like, I remember that. So I, I remember he got very upset at us because he was like, well, I've been paying my water. It's like, well, very clearly you have not. So no. I don't know who you yeah. Where's that money been going? I don't know who you've been paying, but like it's not been there. So like there's a lot of like minor things, I don't want to say minor things that you guys catch that really do. Like, hey, like for somebody like that, he genuinely could have thought he'd been paying his water bill. Right. And now it's like, okay, who have I been paying if I've actually writing it. <laughs> always that awkward right, so, situation to be like, yeah. well, sir, as you can see on this sheet yeah. that doesn't change. From the, from the city or from town. The city or yeah. town. <laughs> you have not paid your taxes right. on Waterville. Right. And it's like, so that's an awkward conversation yeah. I have with yeah. someone. But I think also another important thing that you guys do that maybe people don't think of is you're, you're double-checking our work. Right, so mm-hmm. we can't just charge people extra stuff at the right. end because we're matching what we're charging exactly. with what you guys are expecting us yep. to charge. And on top of that, we can't say, oh, you didn't pay for you know your appraisal because you guys have the invoice. Right. Right. Yes. So it's like, you know, they they're the title company is doing a lot to protect the buyer that the buyer probably doesn't even see on their end. No, never. Never. never sees. Yeah, you never Nobody see knows. It. Never sees it. Right. Yeah. And it, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, I, I if we tried to charge somebody for an appraisal they already paid for. Obviously they would know they paid for it. Yeah. Right? But it's just other things where it's like, okay, like we're going to charge you $400 for a credit report, but they're clearly seeing it needs to be $85. It's right. like we, the buyer would never know. They'd have no idea. Right? They're I'll take like, that wow, 15 right in Rob's pocket, right. though. <laughs> <laughs> just a little stipulation I slide right. in there. No, I'm just kidding everyone. I promise I do everything legit. I'm not a shady guy. No. Um, but yes. I, but it's just it's that, it's that third eye, right? Looking mm-hmm. over everything. Like, hey, is is every party doing what they're supposed to do? Is every party paying what they're supposed to? Let's match everything up so that way buyers and sellers are getting the correct either um, disbursement or they're paying out the correct number. Exactly. So it is huge. It's a huge part of the process. Yep. And yeah, we want to, again, we obviously, like you said, we represent the buyer um, and that's, you know, our number one. And then, but mm-hmm. we also want to protect, obviously, you guys, you know, to make right. sure that like, and we're doing everything that we can to help you guys obviously get more business. Um, you know, you're busy, we're busy type of thing. So, right. you know, obviously, like I told you guys earlier, just off camera, it was, you know, I have to go to the registry tomorrow for Mm -hmm. a real estate agent because there's a conveyance that you know they had in the deed from 1988 that when they built this porch in addition to their porch that's still on the title right and we got this title order i don't know two or three days ago i think we got it on friday um so a couple days ago and yeah and the basically it was a nosy nosy neighbor that kind (laughs) of came up to the seller and goes oh i didn't know that you guys could even sell this house and so again, obviously that kind of arises and right. I reach out to my team and they're like, yeah, there is a conveyance that was there. Um, 
I would imagine it's cleared up because it's been tra- titles been now transferred three different times right. since 1988. <laughs> so I would imagine it's cleared up before. But you know, I, I'm want to registry to verify yeah. to make sure I'm doing my due diligence for people like you guys. Yeah. Like, no, I I did my what I'm and it's cleared up. I'm gonna be. Filing through the, right. you know, and the buyers safe and secure at that point. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that was what really kickstarted. It was like she was nervous and she called us. The buyer was like, hey, I just went to just like another like viewing of the house. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the nosy neighbor said, I didn't think that these sellers could even sell this house. And, you know, obviously it's appreciated, but there's sometimes you get a little weary where it's like, ah, it's just a nosy neighbor. Like, don't worry about it. But again, it kind of just brings it up where it's like, you know, I want to make sure you are as comfortable as possible when you close in your house. There's no shadiness. Oh, I hope that variance doesn't come up after the fact I close. Like, and so that's, you know, having to pay for it or pay a daily rate. Cause I've seen that too, where the, the city will actually charge if they are aware of it. You know, after the fact, they'll end up charging a daily rate until it's cleared up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how bad would that suck if you're the, the the new buyer and then all of a sudden you come walking in and the city's like, hey, uh, so you've got this thing wrong with your property and it's going to be like $28 a day until it's cleared up or until we have an application to fix it. To and you're like, well, now yeah. I've got to do all this? Right. Like, I just wanted to paint my walls. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I didn't right. want to have to go through a variance process. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Buying a house is stressful enough. You don't need to make, you know, yeah. things shouldn't be, especially things like that, like a right. variance. You don't have to, shouldn't have to deal with that. And, the, moving into and the variance, like, it's, it's not like it's hard necessarily. If you know what you're doing, right? Like, like your agent will, should and would know what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, um, if they don't, just <laughs> hopefully, give, hopefully, just, yeah, hopefully, just give me a call. I've sat through um, planning boards uh, and variance uh, requests and things like that so, <laughs> with sellers, with my sellers right. who had the same thing come mm-hmm. up. Um, so, just give me a call if you need uh, questions or advice on that. But uh, yeah, so like. It's not that hard. It's just a tedious process and an item that you don't expect to have to deal with. Right. You know, especially if you just bought a property. Yeah. And and even if you're going to sell, I mean, it's not all that hard. It's tedious. It's you've got to, you know, meet these steps. And it's just an additional thing to not, why do you want to have it on your plate? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, if you can just get it uh, squared away. Right. Right. But tell me, what is title insurance? And title is, it, insurance. is it a scam? Ooh, good old, good, the most loaded question ever, Matt, in, this, <laughs> in real estate. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've only been doing this, you know, two years now, a little over two years. Um, and what title insurance is, so like I talked about, about like, you know, easements on your house, variances, you know, liens on your house. You haven't paid, you know, your tax bill in mm-hmm. a couple of years. Like, you know, the seller hasn't paid that or whatever it is. What title insurance does, it protects the buyer specifically, um, protects the buyer and realistically the seller um, if there was issues that they weren't aware of. But Mm -hmm. more protects the buyer. The buyer pays for it. Um, It's a one-time fee that they pay um, at the actual closing when they buy the house. Um, They don't have to get another sort of coverage, um, Mm -hmm. another sort of owner's title insurance unless they were to buy a new house. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you refinance, anything like that. That one-time policy sticks with you for as long as you own the home. Um, So what that policy basically covers... Um, you know, I used to, I always tell people, I used to give out pamphlets a thousand and one ways you can lose your house, you know, (laughs) without having owner's title insurance. Right. A lot of people talk about it being a sham and a scam and it's, oh, it's just an extra fee. It's just a money maker. It's just a cash grab. It's really not. Um, it protects you as the buyer that if basically the example I always give at the closing is, and it's kind of a morbid example. But say if like four owners ago, you know, the house was built in 1920, four owners ago, prior to someone buying in 2022, four owners ago, mom and dad passed away. Mm -hmm. 
They had three heirs that were, you know, appointed to that house, that mm -hmm. estate. Two of them agreed to sell, one did not, but the house still sold. All of a sudden, when Matt McDonald goes to buy that house, that third heir comes back and says, I never agreed to sell my portion of the property. I want it back. Technically, they could do that. Right. So, but with owner's title insurance, no matter what sort of legal fees came up, no matter what sort of fees of any kind, yep. that title insurance, one, protects you from paying any of those legal fees, yep. and two, make sure that you retain your property, and again, it just covers all those costs. And right. Again, it just, based off that one-time fee. Um, so, you know, we've dealt with that exact example like I just talked about, and that's just, you know, one of... Like I said, a thousand and one different ways. Wait, so title insurance is definitely real right now. Like, uh, and title fraud is an even realer thing. What it is, is that? For huge. So it's basically be like if I, and unfortunately it happens a lot of the time with older generational people, people mm -hmm. that don't have mortgages on their house anymore. Um, so it'd be like if I took sweet old lady, you know, Sally's, I pretended like I was Sally. Yeah. I signed the deed over to myself. All of a sudden, that property is legally under my name, Rob gotcha. Hart. I would then take a home equity line of credit gotcha. on said house because you own the property. Because I own the property, and you know, I would get that home equity line of credit. Now it's just my money, and gotcha. that lady is out whatever equity that I took out of that home in right. regards to that home equity line of credit. Right. So those are things that, and again, seen. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. two of those um, oh, and within the last couple months um, where the lady's like, um, what's going on? Like, hey, what's this home equity line of credit you got? Did, were you aware of this? We got to pay this off. I never had a home equity line of credit. I have no mortgage on the house. I never – some of these women, right. you know, men and women, older generational people sometimes don't even know what that is. Right. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, someone committed fraud and took – equity out of their house because right. they signed the deed over. Right. Um, so if you have owner's title insurance, you get all that money back. You know, right. you don't basically, you know, you everything is it. covered. You don't have to worry about it. Right. So, you know, title insurance, people always talk about it being a scam um, and being a money grab. But again, like an example, like if you were to buy a $500,000 house, mm -hmm. title insurance might cost you 700 bucks. Yeah. That's it for and it covers thousands of dollars worth of legal fees should right. it be needed. Hundreds right. of thousands. Hundreds, yes, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands, right. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> and it's it's absolutely And, so, and again it's it's a one it's a one time fee. One time fee. Right? You don't pay it every year. It's not like yeah. your homeowner's insurance mm -hmm. or you're paying it monthly or nope. You well, really just pay once a closing. It's, it's no different than uh, like term life insurance or insurance on your car or insurance on your house. Like yeah. you pay those fees. You may never actually use it, but you've got it in case you do. Right. Title right. insurance, you may never need it, but hell, you got it if you do. Right. And that ROI can be really high yeah, if you do massive. need it. Oh, God, <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, it's like like you said, I mean, it's so different than like, like flood insurance. Ah, I don't want to get flood insurance. Well, you're in a flood zone. Well, you would have to get flood insurance yeah. most of the time. But like, it's like, you know, Unless well, you own don't cash, get it. But yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Unless you buy a cash. And it's like, you know, okay, don't get it. But if something were to happen, what's going to happen? What's going to happen, right? And we're see actually seeing that in uh, properties, you know, from Hurricane Ian in mm -hmm. uh, Florida. These people didn't have, because they bought them cash. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a flood A lot of snowbirds coming over yeah. with cash. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and now that they're, they're, dead they're, they're, yeah, they're, screwed. they're, they're selling yeah. for cheap. Yeah. Right. Investors. Investors. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Take note. Take note. Fort, right. Fort Meyer. Yeah. It's, it's, Fort it Charlotte. Is. It's crazy. You don't need it unless you need it. I yeah. mean, that's the whole point. I mean, I saw a transaction on my end where the seller was a builder, didn't have title insurance, but they didn't realize that the person they bought the house from was in foreclosure because of past due taxes. Was a law in New Hampshire that states that if you're past due on your taxes, it, there's like a seven or 10 year period where if you pay your taxes, 
you can actually take that property back over. Seller didn't know that, right? They didn't have title insurance. So they had to spend $20,000, $30,000 on legal fees to then convey the property or get the property over solely into their name and solely to where that couldn't happen, right? So, I mean, that just wow. cost the builder tens so, of thousands of dollars because they didn't want to pay $800 yeah. to close it. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Right? So when that builder bought the property, they didn't... Somebody didn't know that the back taxes. That I don't know. I truly don't know on that. That's and maybe it maybe it conveyed list. without without a you know title and right. without a closing. Right. I don't know if he closing. used like a personal attorney and the attorney just yeah. So did, either didn't know because they don't do a ton of real estate transactions, yeah. or they just because that, that would catch it. Yeah, that would have been it caught. Should have popped up. Yeah, it a hundred percent should have popped up, but it didn't. The title team right? yeah would have caught that. Title right. team would have caught it. Title team would have caught it. We would have caught it. That's all I get. And that's that's the other thing. It's like wow. <laughs> Me going, well, there's a strategy. I could actually just not pay taxes for, for five, six years. <laughs> and then uh, if my house got taken, so be it. I've still got another five, six years to pay them. Right. I could get my house back. I can get my house back. Right. Could, well, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are spinning in a rigid He's like, yeah, oh, I could save 6500 bucks a year, lose yeah. my house, get it back. <laughs> for a cool five grand. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Best I can do is 10 grand. Best I can do is 10 grand on taxes. Right? Yeah, yeah, negotiate. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it was wild, though. Like, yeah. it was bananas. Like, the builder literally coughed up another 20 or 30 grand just to, for legal fees, yeah. just to pay it, just to, just to essentially get the house back, get the house back solely into their into their possession. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. It yeah. was wild. Yeah, was that like, is oh absolutely God. crazy. Yeah, we dealt with that with, you know, same thing with like, you know, current use. Mm -hmm. Builders, what they do, and, you know, Rich and Matt, you can touch upon this, um, is basically what they can do is, especially if you're a big builder, you buy this massive plot of land that you plan on, you know, building a development on, you can actually basically portion off certain lots that you aren't paying the full tax amount yeah. on. And it's called, you know, putting in Taking, putting it, what is it? Putting, putting it, you're putting it into current into use. current use, right? Yep, so, yep. so exactly. So we had that, then all of a sudden we get to the closing, and you know, it comes up on the title search that this guy has to pay to take it out of take current use, yeah. and he never yeah. did, and you know, he oh. didn't have title insurance, and the current use bill was forty grand, yeah. right. fifty grand, uh, right? And you know, he. They he ate it. Eat Again, it. same thing. He ate it. And it was like he had no idea that they were never taken out of current use. Right. He started building on them and That's he was never wild. paying taxes That's on it. Wild. Exactly. I don't know if it was, you know, maybe a, <laughs> you know, not experienced builder. I think it was one of his first developments. And he was, you know, he was obviously pretty, pretty yeah. beside himself when he came up. And, you know, we we're like, hey, uh, this is in current the use. Other, the you only other pay, take like, it out. big thing I've seen from new builds on our side is. People will buy it. We pull the tax card. Tax card's just on the land, right? So you'd hmm. say it's all right, two hundred bucks a month in taxes. People don't realize that the, like, damn, that's it <laughs> immediately reassesses. Yeah, we right tell away. people. Obviously, you know, there's a lot happening, so mm -hmm. it goes in one ear, right out the other, and then all of a sudden their mortgage payment goes up six hundred bucks because you bought this million dollar house, and they're like, yeah. "You told me my payment wasn't going to change." It's right. like, well. Your principal and interest isn't going to change, but it doesn't mean your taxes exactly. aren't going to change. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yep. And I, I've seen that a lot, but oh my God, like a 40, 50 grand yep. bill just. He had for, no idea. And he was, and he dealt it with ours, you know, just, you know, he was dealing with just our company. And then, you know, he had one in processing with us. He goes, that one too? We go, yep, that one's also in current use. Got to take that one out. That's going to be another like 10 grand to take it out and yeah. pay for those taxes and everything. So you're, like uh, you're, you're writing up deeds. 
you know, as far as like stuff that you're doing, yep. like, so you know what like a warranty deed is. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Because that's, that's another thing that's on that purchase and sale contract that we're looking for a warranty deed. Uh, and what does that mean yeah, for say, somebody? Explain that. So it's basically like the easiest way I can put it is it warrants the deed free of any sort of defects, which means like you are not going to get, um, you know, if me and Matt live next to each other, I bought the house right next to Matt. Um, and all of a sudden his plot line was actually... I ended up buying, I was ended up, my property was 30 feet into Matt's property mm -hmm. and I want it back. And then the taxes have to change. So really what that does is means that you are getting a deed that doesn't have any of those defects because it's a, I guess it's the, it's really the strongest type of deed you can yeah. have. Yeah. The land you're buying. The is, land you're is buying the land is the land that you are actually having. Yeah. You're not going to see all oh, the, the 50 feet from the white birch tree, you know, that type of thing. It's going to be a actually warranted of any sort of defects or anything mm -hmm. like that. You're not getting anyone else's land or anything. So how do you verify that? Um, so we go into the registry. We go from the time that this house was even deeded to anyone from, it could be, you know, especially in New Hampshire, it could be from the 1800s, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And we walk through, you know, basically deed by deed when it transferred ownership to ownership to make sure there's none of those issues, to mm -hmm. make sure that at one point, you know, and from it was built in 1800 in 1920, they deeded over mm -hmm. an extra 10 feet of this person's property. That wasn't supposed to happen. So we walk through basically the chain of title from start to finish to make sure that they are actually getting the land that they yep. were promised from the start. Gotcha. That's the easiest way I can put it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's all sorts of deed types. Yep. Quick, uh, quick claim. Quick claim. Fiduciary. fiduciary. That'd be like if you were selling out of like an entity. A trust, an LLC. Yeah, is that know. what a fiduciary is? Yeah, gotcha. that's exactly what it is. So to like, somebody or to yourself? Um, to to somebody. So we've seen it a lot, you know, on sales with like an estate. You know, if someone and it's a fiduciary. Um, quit claim would be like taking yourself if, on or taking off. taking yourself right? on or off. Yep. You know, if I was married and you know the wife didn't want to be on the property anymore, mm -hmm. you know, you can quit claim it. Um, she can release her homestead rights. Yep. Um, all that stuff. So yeah, there's a definitely. A, couple different deeds, um, but you definitely want to see that warranty deed yeah. would be yeah. the number one thing yeah. that you'd want to have. Exactly. For most it, well, buyers, that's what we're going to we're gonna go for. Right. And then can you speak on, like, if, say, boyfriend, girlfriend are signing the, the deed and they have, you know, they I think it's it's like joint tenants or something else. I forget what it is. There's joint tenants' rights to survivorship. Yeah. And then there's joint one tenants entirely, Entire. joint tenants in common. Yeah. Can you explain um, the difference? Yeah. Those? So, um, you know, joint tenants entirely. Um, and again, I don't necessarily work on necessarily like producing the deed. Yep. So I'm yep. going to be probably the worst You're not person. The attorney. I'm You're not, not the, the attorney, attorney actually. Right. Make sure you're actually seeking yes, legal advice. And, well, and, and that's what they've got in their office. Mm -hmm. They have an attorney doing yep. all this. So mm -hmm. uh, Rob's just the beautiful face uh, that you see at the closing. The stupid jokes and in here. <laughs> I literally just come on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just flipping yeah. my tires. I don't do anything else. I just come yeah. on podcast. Yeah. 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 Nothing like I actually to do, do with I have nothing days. to do with clothing. No, but yeah, so exactly like that. So obviously it's different sorts of tendencies. Like basically... You know, if um, especially in, you know, New Hampshire specifically, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure how it varies from state to state, but if you are married in the state of New Hampshire, 
you immediately have yeah. what they call homestead no rights in New Hampshire, no matter what, whether you're on title or not. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people get confused where it's like, oh, I bought this house back in, you know, before I was married. And it's like, well, once you got married, your wife immediately had homestead rights and yeah. now she has full title to that home. So if that, like in that situation, if the husband were to pass, then the full 100% of the property goes over to the surviving tenant, yeah. which would be, you know, the wife yeah. without having to go through what you know, probate court. So that's why like what I talk about of like, you know, the importance of putting if you're married or not, because if you just don't put it, which most, I mean, you should. You'd be as amazed. A title company, probably you, be amazed how many you, people don't. Exactly. How many don't. Um, but you know, and where it's like, you know, you have to put your marriage on this because yeah, married or unmarried, married, yep. unmarried, no matter widowed, a that type person, of thing. I've as, seen all that single stuff, person. Yeah. Everyone always loves that when they yeah. see that. Oh, thanks for the reminder, Rob. I'm like, <laughs> listen, what do you think? I'm trying to give you a tip. You like to be like, oh, this guy's talk to the attorney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, talk to the attorney. That's it. I just push all my problems on someone else. Um, so yeah, with the different tenancies, again, I'm, don't you know quote me on this, um, but you know there's surviving tenants um, with entirely, which would just mean similar to the marriage mm-hmm. thing. You know, if meet boyfriend and girlfriend, and they had you know joint tenants with rights of survivorship. I think that's yep. the word I'm looking for. Yep, it is. is you know if my if me and my girlfriend were on the actual title to the home, I passed away, and that was the tenancy that I originally had disclosed. That 100% of property goes over to my girlfriend's yep. with, again, not going through probate court. Then it goes into other things like, um, again, um, tenants in common. I'm not entirely sure in regards to the tenancy of how mm-hmm. it changes in regards to that wording. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you have more to touch on it, guys, but for that, me. That I don't know. Exactly. That, it's that's honestly, my paralegals asked, that handle all that. Yeah. Exactly. I get asked a ton because I think that's one of the first forms that yeah. any. What do I put? Title, right. Yeah, what do I put? How I don't do you know. the title? I'm like, I can't, I no can't answer that for you. Like, and most of the time, Matt, I don't either. It's yeah. like the paralegals, the lawyers that handle all that stuff right. in regards to the actual processing <laughs> once it gets started. It's like, okay, how would you like to hold, how would you hold, like to hold, you know, title? Yeah. Which means like how who's owning who's holding the actual title to yep. this home? Is yep. it you and your mom? Is it you and your girlfriend? Is it you and your wife? All that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so again, more on a processing processing side. Wish I had more for you guys. Everyone's <laughs> gonna be like, "Wow, this guy really is just a joke." <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, 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 that's um, you know more handled on the paralegal and the you know actual. No, but I think that's also a very valid answer, right? Because that's something to where like I can't tell you how to put the title to your house. I can't, can't. I can't answer no. that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just cannot answer that for you. <laughs> right. right. So if it's like, okay, you know, hey, they have a paralegal on staff that can very thoroughly explain all these situations right. and you guys can make the best decision. Like that's a valid answer. Yeah. That's having like, the resource. Having the resource to be exactly. like, you don't have to just guess and figure this out. There's somebody on staff here to, to help you walk right. through that. Yeah. And that's, you know, definitely, <laughs> you know, above my pay grade to be like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know. Because again, everyone's situation is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have right. a girlfriend and you could be buying it together, but you might want to draft something up where it's like, okay, you know, and again, like ownership doesn't change if this were to happen. Exactly. You know, you want it to only be You do want to plan for worst case scenarios. Awful as they seem. It's defensive finance. It's just the way you want to. I wish I was kidding. And I apologize if any of my friends see this. One of my friends did exactly that. He bought a house with his girlfriend. Um, and he closed with us. Yeah. And at the time, before he even closed, I go, hey, buddy, I don't mean to be weird. I think that you are going to be together forever. And I do, you know, but, give it, but yeah. if you aren't, what are you going to do? What are you going to draft up if mm-hmm. things don't go right? You paid, you know, and, you know, I just knew the background of it. You paid for the majority of this thing. You know, you paid for print. You did all the closing costs. You did the down payment. 
you know, and she didn't, but she holds 100% title. You put yeah. her name good deal. on everything. It's exactly. A great deal on her. She's end. not financially liable for anything. <laughs> right. And she gets 100%, you know, the whole basically has the same rights as him. And so after the closing, he's like, hey, can we draft something up? And I was like, you can, but it's going to be a very awkward conversation. So yeah. you always want to prepare for worst case scenarios and mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, how you want to hold title and tenancies, you always want to prepare for worst case scenario. Like mm-hmm. you said, you know. Financial defense. I mean, yeah. it's a it, real it's thing. A thing. It's and a it's, real it, it thing. It is a very, very awkward conversation. Very awkward to have. conversation. Um, I was very fortunate to where we split it up the middle. So, yeah. like for me, I didn't have to stress about that. Thank Christ. Yeah. But you know, if you know, I bought the whole house or she bought the whole house, and then I'm just sitting there like, yeah, I own it. It's like, Not really. right? Like I would, ex- I would, but I would almost expect to have that right. That conversation of hey. Right. I literally just bought this entire house. Like right. I'm on the mortgage. I came up with the money. Like we got to talk about how this. And you don't want to sound like a jerk. No, but, it's but the like, you do have to. Right, you, like I, you do have to be, have, be a, a realist in that situation. Yes. Where Rob, it's like, I need you to draft some stuff up for me later. Can I come by? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was gonna say. Right? Uh, crap. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. I still have an old girlfriend from 1990s that's still on the title of this home. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and especially if you start buying like investment properties, you know, yep. you 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 know that could be that could play a huge role in just the future if things go downhill for you, right? Yeah, like, exactly. If you're on the title to say I'm on the title to everything, and this industry shits the bed, and I'm like, okay, like I now I'm not closing anything, yeah. and you know I lose the investment house and I lose our primary, but if she's not on anything, like we can still buy a house, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, like planning around that is so massive, especially like you said when you start buying investment houses. Like you don't want both your name on everything. No, you no. don't. Like you just no. you don't. So it's it's huge and massive that you have a paralegal on staff. And you know, no more to touch on. You know, Rich is. What Rich does is like, you know, putting into LLCs and like yep. protecting yourself via that. Yeah, you know, LLCs so they don't come up to you like, necessarily personally. Right. They go after the LLC. So, okay, you, you know, you lost the house, but didn't come after you. Didn't come after you, right? You, your assets. They didn't take everything from you. Is that pocket. something that you're either you or your paralegal, whoever on staff, can help with that too? And 100%. Like kind of put yep. it, whether Trust. it's after closing or during, during like, you can like, yep, under contract, yeah, you know, that type of thing. We've done that where it's like, hey, okay, but you got to go, you know, and again, Rich, you, deal with more of this with like putting things into LLCs, developing LLCs is, you know, you obviously got to go through, what is it? Secretary of state type of thing to make sure you're in good standing. If you want to necessarily put it in yep. to like an LLC yeah. specifically, yep. like the business has to be in good. The business has to be. Yeah. In good you've got to create it if it hasn't been created. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yep. we've dealt with that, you know, that type of thing. We've developed trust for people. Mm-hmm. We've done all that type of stuff, um, you know, cause it makes it easier. And a lot of people have no idea that portion of it, but yeah, that's what, we do right. Um, just another portion of it because people don't understand what a title company is. Kind of how to, how I started my point is right. So if they if they um, needed a trust or an LLC, but they weren't doing um, a closing necessarily yep. with you, is that something that you guys still can do it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Fantastic. Wow. Yep. Do a ton of that. Rich. Yeah. So a ton a, of that. It's a just gr- a separate you know a separate kind of, piece of the separate business. Piece of separate business, piece of right. business. Yep. Yeah. So vertical integration. Uh, yeah. So that I mean I think that's massive uh, understanding that you know you don't necessarily need the title team for a closing because you're not buying or selling right now but guess what you do need the title team because you need a trust you, you need a trust if you own anything you need a trust yep. like yeah. i don't even care who you are yep yeah you need Absolutely. a trust yeah, because you more. need to figure it, that's essentially you know your will yep mm-hmm. you, you exactly know. oh yeah um, and that's yeah and it causes so much less headache oh, down the yep. road like i've seen too many probate cases 
to yep. ever it's put states. myself or my future family oh, in that situation. Yeah, it's, so you can have, it's a nightmare. Even if you don't have kids or dogs or cars or whatever, you own <laughs> one property, that's fine. Put it you in, have just, you know any money in the bank, whatever it is, like it, it all should be in a trust and you need a trust. So and that's awesome that the title team can do that. Yep. Uh, yeah. you know, again, regardless of a, a purchase or a sale. And, and a business entity like I've gone through it myself. I've gone through it with other people. And I will give a heads up. Right now, if you try and go online to do it with the state, it's going to take 30 days because they're well. backed up. Yeah, I figured. They're backed up. Yeah. I mean, that's the only other way is to maybe take a day off from work, drive up there, and get it done. Fill it out physically fill it do yeah. it there. But, like, that's a pain. Yeah. So, like, getting it started early, calling the title team, having yep. them help you through it. Because, you, you know, you want to have the right management, you know, member manage, manager manage. You want to have, you know, you can then put your trust as one of the managers or one of the members, actually. Not the manager, but one of the members. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. we have so many people. Because, like, you know, I explain this sometimes at the closing when I deal with, like, specifically, like, a, maybe, like, a new investor that just bought his first multifamily home type of thing. And I'm like, hey, you ever think about putting an LLC? Like, and he's just like, huh. And I'm like, you know, and they close and then. One week later, he comes back in. He's like, all right, how do I do this thing? And like, we walk him through it. Yeah. Deeds that we've come up beforehand, like after the fact. It's like I was just talking about girlfriend-wise, you know, yeah. signing the girlfriend off in the home, unfortunately, if, you know, they had unfortunately broke up a week after they closed. Oh, and he's like, God, imagine. Oh, it's, uh, it's happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> if you can think of it, it's happened. Oh, yeah. One day, yeah. one hour, one week, it's, it's I happened. think that's personally like the best part of your job. Yeah, the craziness of my horrible. story. But like, oh, Matt, the first time I was on your podcast and I was here, we, it was, that was, well, it had to have been over a year ago. About a year ago, probably. Yeah. And we talked about, uh, we talked about the craziness and the nightmare stories that I deal with with closings. And I've told these two multiple times (laughs) of, you know, the stories that I have sitting at a closings and it can be an absolute fucking nightmare. I mean, unfortunately, excuse my language, but yeah, it can be a nightmare. Um, so make sure you have sellers. Pissed at buyers, yep. buyers pissed at sellers, separate rooms. I walked into your office one day and both the closing offices were full of uh, one person was in one room, another person was in the other room. Yeah. I'm like, well, where's, where's our closing going to happen? Uh, it's going to have to wait. Like the, the sellers and buyers are fighting. That's They're right. over I there. They're that. over there. I'm like, yeah. wow. And I'm it was like, for your personal closing, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. It might have been, right? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. But then, like, I also had a buyer come in with the, the, or a seller, the seller didn't want to be around the buyer because the buyer was a family member that she was not happy with. Oh no! So like I had to, oh, so the one. buyer had to not sign all the documents. I called the seller, said, "All right, the buyer's leaving shortly." She's like, "All right, I'll park out front, and if if she's still there, I'm not coming." In. Okay, no problem. Um, but yeah, you know, fun hey, things. guess what? We closed that one. Yeah, we oh, did. Yeah, that, I remember that one. And they usually do close. They that's normally the do close. Yeah. Everyone will make, and that's the thing is like, and I've. Oh yeah, that was the one where she yes, was not happy. That's call, I call, I, Rich, I was calling you as you were walking into my office. Um, like what? She just left. You're kidding she me. She left. She says, "I'm not signing a thing. I'm not. I'm. We're not closing." I'm oh, done. that was yeah. That was the first day. Oh yeah. Christ. Yeah. Then the the next day that we were able to get together, I had the I. Told her just to stay home until the buyer had done. Until the buyers it, are know? done, then we'll uh, come by, and it was all good. And, and even the buyers almost left because uh, there were some issues with the lender. Oh, <laughs> the, the buyers actually almost left to go to work. I'm like, you cannot leave. No. You're not leaving. You cannot leave because I know no, that you're not leaving. Delayed a couple times. That's yeah. the whole thing with like you know, it's sometimes dealing with family is that you expect it to be easier, and in turn, 
makes it so ten so times harder. Because yeah. like you, you yeah. know, you're planning on oh your sister in law being there for this day, and it got delayed mm. to the point where basically the seller walked in and goes, if it doesn't close today, I'm, I'm leaving and I'm done. Yeah, and that and he was called me and told me the same thing. He's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And Rich, you know, I got to give all the credit to Richie. I got to pump his tires because he really deserves it. Um, he was able to talk her off the ledge, and he was yeah. able to kind of say, you know, and break everything down. He did. He talked her off the ledge to be like, no, we're gonna close. We didn't even close that day. We closed the following day. But again, he was able to keep everything on track. And I yeah. even asked if you guys would go to, if she actually left, would you go to her work to get this signed and notarized oh, while she's you. working? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we we could do that. I'm yeah. like, oh, beautiful. Oh, Rich, Great. I've gone so to hospitals. I, I've gone to <laughs> jails. I've gone everywhere. Literally corral her here because she was walking out the door. And I said, I said mm, no. It takes you five minutes to get to work. We have 15 more minutes until that time frame comes up. You need to wait. And it all worked out. It all worked out. But um, plan B was we'll, we'll we're going to go to the register, cash yeah. register at your work, and you're going to sign this yeah. document. You're no problem. Sign this document, and then you're. I signed, in, I signed in prisons, unfortunately. I've had people, you know, basically within the 30 we days just, that they were under contract. We just had that. Did you? Yeah. No way. We had one. It was a, know, uh, it was months a, ago. It was a mass closing. It wasn't my deal. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna say a mass murder. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. aggressive. Great credit score, though. No, yeah. Yeah. Great, 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 credit, great, great income. You know, no one point five. Salem. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a week before closing, he got arrested. I forget exactly. Like prison, what it was. prison arrested. Pri- like prison, prison yeah. arrested. Yeah. He wasn't coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Still wanted to buy the house. Good for him. Still wanted to buy the house. The American dream. The, 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 the American I want to be a homeowner. So and and apparently we when when they called no debt right. Well, I don't have a bill to pay. I'm gonna live in here. I can, <laughs> no, you know, he lives for free out. too. He lives for free. Lives for free now. He can rent that thing out. Well, the biggest short term rental. The biggest thing was his income because we're like, okay, is he gonna keep working? His employer said, well, he's not a worker remotely. Well, he's not <laughs> yeah. been found guilty. We're, We're going to paying keep paying him and employ him. So we're like, cool. VO is good. He's still employed. He's going to have a job stamping license plates. So he's fine. I was like, who would? I literally, I don't I was like, who would, who would fund this loan? That's crazy. Give this money right now. Did it close? Close. Good. Funded. Call it a day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, so we dealt with that, but we had to just get like a power lending. of attorney. We had to get oh, a power yeah. of attorney. Yeah, and that yeah. Was it. yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, I think that that must have been the only reason ours went through is because he wasn't like officially, officially in prison. Yeah. Right yet. Yeah. Sure, it's gonna happen. Oh no, I went. I we was, I was sliding documents through a. Through us. I mean, I wish I was kidding. <laughs> it was happening. Here you yeah. go, buddy. Yeah, here you go. Another one right here. Yeah. Yeah, Your closing disclosure. That's uh, yeah. So yeah, any the craziness can happen, and that kind of just goes, you know, to my next point of like, you know, that's why it's so important to picking the right team. And yeah. I tell people yeah. that all the time is that, you know, the amount of closings that go south the day of closing is yeah. crazy. It's Whether ridiculous. It's, you know, sellers not moving out or keeping it dirty. I was just going to say that's a big that's one. That's the biggest Seller one that's the big, been the, the biggest thing is, yeah. is that. Is like, you know, obviously, and Rich, you can yep. correct me if I'm wrong, is, you know, a lot of the time you agree on it being broom swept, right, yep. for the yep. most part. So yep. it's like, you know. and Everyone's definition is a little different. Oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. say that's, that's a little bit. Sure. That's based on. I've been guilty of it. I actually forgot to take, my, take the stuff out of the freezer when we moved one time and the agent reached out to me. He's like. You didn't take the stuff out of the freezer. I'm like, what, you oh, you want a hot pocket? I'm I mean, like, God, whatever. You know, there's 
there's like pancakes in there and like bagels, bagels, and bagels and stuff. You didn't you didn't want that prime rib in there? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Say, like fine, I'll come back and grab it. Mean, yeah, no, it's, and like she was kind of upset, and I'm like, it, it's okay, like. Yeah. It's just stuff in the freezer. Like I forgot it, I and I will be there after closing. No yeah. problem. Whatsoever. I will be right there. I will come by after closing. And I wish for... that was the smallest piece that I dealt with. Yeah. When I came oh, to clean yeah. Up, oh you my know, god. The can... nightmares. And you know, you show up, and <laughs> they want to do what's called an escrow holdback. Which basically, yep. if you never heard about that, it's basically us as the title company are holding a certain amount of money agreed upon b- via buyer seller, mm-hmm. both agents, of being like, okay, we're gonna hold. $10,000 of your proceeds, it's me saying this to the seller, mm-hmm. if you don't clear out the, you know, full train set that's mm-hmm. in the basement yeah. or, you know, the trash that's in the garage. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what's, but the tough part about that, and Matt, I'd love to hear your take on it, is like a lot of the time you have to get it approved through the lender, correct? Yeah. So we, you, well, you got to get it. Um, so like the day of closing, say, you know, yeah. and it's where the closing's at 1, 105, I give Matt a call. Can we do an escrow holdback? Yeah, that gets tricky. That's right. So because that's, that's why I bring my truck. <laughs> to, to walk through, yes, right. Because no. if it's like it I don't bed. want, um, the, I will take it. I don't want this refrigerator, yep. but I will take. I it. don't like, care. Yep. But uh, this this stuff is not holding us up from the bigger picture here. Hundred percent. Like I'll take it. Right. And I'll figure it out afterwards. Right. That gets tricky just for how long you need and how much money it is. Gotcha. Right. Like if you're if you're asking for like three days, five grand. Don't stress about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not good. Right? But if you're talking like, hey, we may need two, three weeks here, and we're going to hold 10, 15 grand, like, we got we to gotta let the lender know because right. that very likely could go longer, which then impedes on when they're moving in, which the lender is going to be pissed and get come after us if they yeah. don't if they find that out right so we need to protect ourselves so we we need stuff on that so that's where it gets super right super and, that, and that's kind of what i explained to you know specifically people the example that rich gave where he was at his closing and the buyer and seller were fighting was exactly that seller um you know the buyer was a mom of like you know she had like four or five kids the mm-hmm. whole kids use a single mom the whole kids were moving into the property and the seller left behind a full train set and you know there was trash everywhere and we get there and the seller goes i'm not doing an escrow hold back whatever you're gonna say this is before i even mentioned anything oh God. and i saw pictures you know the both agents are showing me pictures and i'm like sir you know i saw the pictures you, we gotta do something you gotta you, know, you, you can't you, yeah you can't do nothing call here. rich in his truck let's call go rich. I was gonna say, rich, <laughs> yeah, rich is junk removal yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's another side hustle yeah, 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 yeah. um yeah and it's just he didn't want to move out so we figured out a way where i was like how about you give him a thousand dollars for like a junk removal company yeah, yeah. and that was it he's like okay thing, yeah. i was like all right perfect Deal. we drafted Call up something it. where yeah. i cut out a thousand dollars out of your proceeds you gave it to the buyer buyer was happy with it we closed right um you know it's just certain things like that where it's like you know it can create a massive massive issue the day of closing <laughs> if you're not moved out you know things aren't at least you know how communicate it to expects, your agent yeah. or anything like that. And, and that's like, the biggest thing is communication. Like, hey, listen, I know I left stuff in the freezer, but I'm going to be back. Like, we just had a big truck full. I don't have the keys to my new house yet, so I, can't, I don't want to spoil this food. You know, I'm going to swing back by and get it after closing. You know, just be a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't even know the stuff was in the freezer. <laughs> Completely spaced it. But, uh, you know, stuff like that is exactly Well, I think even your situation goes back to being a normal human. Like, I'm not doing any holdback. It's like, sir... You know we have to do, <laughs> have to do something. something. Like, well, it's, come not on. Even like, it's not even like Rob has to do something or the agent has to do something. It's like the seller, the buyer is requesting you, hey, like this is not what we agreed to right. in the contract. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you have to look at this situation and be like, dude, 
I need something. And just going for back this. to the worst case scenario, then the buyer can <laughs> sue you if he really yeah. wants yeah. to. I mean, yeah. if you really want to get down and dirty with it, he can, he can just, hold you to the contract. Yeah, which he holds you to the legally contract. Legally enforceable. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like that's like what you know. Obviously, I hate to even go there with people, but I go, sir. You know, she could sue you, right? Good you know, and, and he's just like, well, and then it gets, uh, and that's why I don't even like to say the, the S word where it's right. like, I mean, I, we're not going to even go there because we can settle this right here and now. Nothing. Right. This is the easiest way to do it. Exactly. exactly. So that was a like thousand dollars clears us. Thousand yeah. dollars. And that's the thing with most cases. It's like dude, two grand, three grand and could fix over. everything. I'm about to hand you a check for 200,000. You right. can't yeah. give a thousand of that yeah. to just clean up the mess that you should have cleaned up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't even get me started on, on that stuff. And that's like <laughs> things that, you know, we obviously are in the industry of dealing with people and unfortunately you'll never have a shortage of assholes in the world that's so. like that's my situation of i'm lending you 500 grand yes i need to see your banks yes exactly yes i need to see where your money's coming yes. from i i just i need i to, just need to i it's, just it's not you're about, asking for half a I'm million dollars on my wall to be like oh joe smith only made 50 grand last year Pff, what a joke that right. guy. you know it's no, I'm not doing that no, I'm, I'm just not, making I, sure you're not the, money laundering there you go that's exactly what i'm doing that's all i'm doing for those that don't know why then i'll find another table. lender <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. I'll find another one there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really is. Well, we're going to have to have you back for uh, horror stories. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Love to, love that, to. I think would be like fun. Rob, Robin, like an inspector on for like a horror story yeah. thing. Because I'm sure inspectors have seen yeah. everything, everything in the house. Everything under the so sun. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, amazing. I unfortunately have too, but I would love to. I'd love to be back on. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, where can people contact you guys, yeah. get in touch with you? Uh, so you can go to our website, you know, titleteamnh.com. Um, you want to reach out to me about more info, you can reach out to me, um, our heart at titleteamnh.com. Um, call me, text me at 603-689-3615. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to do, you know, I'm happy to draft up, you know, LLC documents. We're happy to put things in trusts. Mm-hmm. Happy to draft up estate documents if, you know, unfortunately that was the case mm-hmm. was happening and stuff like that. Deeds, no matter what it is. Um, Happy to help. So, yeah. You know, and if you want more on title insurance and that it's not a scam, <laughs> it's not a scam. Yeah. I'm more than happy to really go in depth and, you yeah. Know. Definitely valuable. Good. Definitely, yeah. definitely valuable. valuable. Yeah. Rob's a good one to have on your side, you know, for closings, questions, all that. Appreciate so that. He's, yeah. a, re- he's a resource. Definitely reach out to him. What do you mean? You guys don't want to buy a $3 million house and not get $1,000 worth of title insurance? No, oh, that's, a, that's a scam. That's a scam. <laughs> yeah. it's, a scam. it's a scam. It's a scam. The <laughs> risk versus reward on that one is just it's too insane. high. It's, it's insane. High. I mean, it's especially like, you know, some people like we were touching about earlier, you might have one asset is your house and your car. And it's like, you don't want to protect your $500,000 asset right. for eleven hundred a thousand dollars right yeah. once that's yeah, it one time right. one time and it's like okay well good luck yeah you I do mean, you <laughs> do you i mean you uh, make to that, each you own. make that adult to decision each their own. <laughs> to each their own so gotcha awesome where can people find you rich uh www.findnhhomesforsale.com uh jump on youtube at rich racine uh instagram same thing at racine realty team.com uh, com. That was an old website. Actually, might, <laughs> I might still link you there uh, to findnhhomes.com, uh, for sale.com. But uh, yeah, at uh, Racine Realty Team, you can find me out there too. Yeah. And you, so, Matt? Same with me. Instagram, Matt McDonald underscore LO. Just changed my Instagram thing to put nice. LO. Nice. Had to be all fans. Wow. Like, I know. You really? Are, I know. I was making this. Make, making moves. Make it absolutely. Wow. Uh, phone, phone number 603-475-5471 McDonald at pmlhomos.com. It'll all be below. Um, and that is why money, money matters. matters.